preach the gospel, lay hands on the sick, cast out demons, simply live the supernatural life. That's what every Christian is supposed to do. Learn how through our program with Teresa Lust Ministries. Hey, beautiful friends, Teresa Lusk here. I'm so glad you are tuned into our segment. You know, I've been covering some um, issues regarding demonization and who can have demons, things of that nature. And it's all based on my book, Unapologetically Free, Deliverance and Freedom Through the Spirit-Filled Life. So I encourage you to go and find prior segments uh, because everything that I'm sharing today um, along with all the other segments are really important to equip the believer to live out their call to the fullest and so today we're going to talk about the debate on Christians and demons you know I've talked about the Holy Spirit submerging you training you uh, to cast out demons because Mark 16 uh, 15 through 18 it gives the Great Commission it talks about preaching it talks about laying on of the hands and it talks about casting out demons and it's just such a controversial topic sometimes within the Christian circles but I'm telling you it's an instruction straight from the Word of God so I'm taking my time my friends and I want to just train you and teach you on this what you do with it in the end is truly going to be all up to you but I want to empower you let me say something as well just because you hear something over and over and over again does not make it true, right? How many things have you heard in your head, maybe for the past 20 years, 15 years, 30 years, maybe longer? Maybe you've heard something in your head over and over again that isn't true. And maybe you've heard something in church that years later you found out is not even in the Bible. Now, I'm not here to tell you that everything that you hear at church is incorrect, but what I'm saying is for so long in the body of Christ, we've been taught that it that you know the supernatural is is not for today or we've been taught that it's only for certain people I come from a Pentecostal more charismatic not the Pentecostal where women wear their hair in a bun and long skirts I mean just meaning that we believe in tongues and the power of God in Pentecost uh, so, um, so in so many circles, there's so many different things that are taught. So I'm just here to bring some uh, scriptural truth to you. And so I want to talk a little bit about the debate on Christians and demons. So <clears throat> one of the things that is highly debated and divided in the Christian church is can a can a Christian have a demon? And some of you are probably listening to this and you you already answered. You already uh, said out loud what you believe the answer is. Uh, but let me just give you some, some um, scriptural uh, backing and we'll talk about some things real quick. First of all, I want to tell you that um, you will have some unwelcoming reactions if you say, yes, Teresa, a Christian can have a demon. Um, also, let me say this. There is a difference between possession and demonization. And let me tell you the difference. And some people like to split hairs and they'll say, well, this word is not in the Bible. This is in the Bible. Here's the deal. When you become a believer, the Holy Spirit comes to reside on the inside of you. Every single person that says yes to Jesus. So, 
So the Holy Spirit comes to live on the inside of you. When you do not have the Spirit of God, you can get possessed. We know that. We, we've seen things. We've uh, watched things, uh, movies, things like that. that are high, they're depicted highly in, in a highly correct manner in so many ways, believe it or not. But an, an unbeliever can be possessed. Now, when we talk about the Christian, I've even heard people say that you can only be um, oppressed from the outside and things of that nature. So here's here I'm going to talk about the scriptures that people use to say a demon uh, cannot be in the flesh. I'm not talking about possessed. Be clear. Teresa Lusk Ministries did not say a Christian can be possessed. But I did say that you can be demonized, meaning not just on the outside, but in your flesh. And I'm going to talk to you about that. But first, hear me out. Here's why people say that a Christian cannot. Look at Ephesians 4.30. It says, Do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God by whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. Um, so they'll say, well, if, if we're, you know, if, if we're sealed, uh, then how can anybody be demonized? Well, to be sealed means you have a sign on you that the Lord and the angels and the Holy Spirit and even demons know. Are you set apart? Uh, you know, so so that's one thing. So to know is the sealed is is about the day of you uh, being fully saved uh, with in the end. Okay. So then another scripture that people use is darkness cannot have fellowship with light, and that's Second Corinthians six fourteen. Um, you know, it says, "Do not be bound together with unbelievers. For what partnership have righteousness and lawlessness? Or what fellowship has light with darkness?" This scripture is often quoted out of context. This isn't talking about a demon being in your body or not being in your body. It's talking about the fellowship of the believer with the unbeliever. Okay, so let's look at the scripture that I uh, believe justifies uh, somebody being able to have a, a demon in their flesh again not possessing all of you because possession means your mind your soul your mind your will your emotions your spirit all of that i'm talking about just in your flesh and so that would be uh it's you can start at romans 7 verses 14 through 21 it says for we know that the law is spiritual but i am a flesh sold into bondage to sin for what am i doing excuse me for what i am doing i do not understand for I am not practicing what I would like to do, but I am doing the very thing I hate. Now listen and don't shut down yet and say, oh, I've heard the scripture. Listen to this because this is such revelation that I had to ask the Lord for. Because I kept getting into not arguments, but just conversations, sometimes debates where people want to debate and they want you to prove something. And I finally said, Lord, you know, you're going to have to give me something here to, to share with people because I'm tired of having this. And I know what I've seen and I know uh, what's gone on, but uh, oftentimes people like to debate about anything. And so I, I needed him to show me. So keep listening. But if I do the very thing I do not want to do, I agree with the law, confessing that the law is good. So now no longer am I the one doing it, but sin which dwells in me. For I know that nothing that dwells in me, that is, in my flesh, listen, for I know that nothing good dwells in me, that is, in my flesh. 
For the willing is present in me, but the doing of the good is not. For the good that I want to, I do not do. But I practice the very evil that I do not want. But if I'm doing the very thing I do not want, I am no longer the one doing it, watch this, but sin which dwells within me. I find then the principle that evil, oh, don't miss that. I find the principle that evil is present in me, the one who wants to do good. For I joyfully concur with the law of God in the inner man, meaning in his spirit. But I see the different law in the members of my body, waging war against the law of my mind, and making me a prisoner of the law of sin, which is my members. Wretched man that I am, now watch, he gives hope. Who will set me free from the body of this death? Thanks be to God through Jesus Christ our Lord. So then, on the one hand, I myself with my mind am serving the law of God, but on the other, with my flesh, the law of sin. Why is this so important? Okay, now let me just repeat real quick. This was Romans 7, verses 14 through 21. This is so important because Paul himself just gave you a very detailed look at what does it mean um, to say that something evil can reside in our flesh. It's what I'm saying, my friends. If sin can reside in your flesh, in the members of your body, as Paul, the Apostle Paul just said, then why can't a demon be in your flesh? You know, one of the things that, I've, that I have uh, suffered on behalf of other people is that I've met um, Christians who do love God, but they're constantly tormented. It's like they're not able to break some things. They're not able to break the chains. They're not able to break... Um, certain habits and again I talk about this in my book I, I deal with everything because a lot of times when people say that what they hear is or what they assume needs to be done is well that person just needs to decide they need to be discipled or they need to put their flesh to death I understand that those are valid um, components of the Christian walk but the truth is that I've met Christians and sat with Christians discipled Christians uh, mentored Christians who want to they want to do better they're tormented it comes to a level of torment my friends and they want that freedom but they're having a hard time achieving it and they don't understand why now some people have an answer and i will i will tell you what that answer is in just a moment but my friends, I just want to tell you, you are listening in to Teresa Lusk with Teresa Lusk Ministries. We invite you to go to our social media pages, Teresa Lusk Ministries, uh, Freedom TV with Teresa Lusk. You can also find us on Instagram, um, but we would also invite you to go to our website, TeresaLusk.com, where you can subscribe and receive special offers, blog posts, videos, etc. We just are sending things out to empower. How are you my friends also if our ministry has been a blessing to you we want to extend an invitation 
for you to partner with us. Would you, yes, you, the listener, yes, you who is tuned in to what I'm saying, would you partner with our ministry? Will you go to our website and give a donation? It could be a one-time. It could be a consistent donation. You know what? We believe in every gift is from God. So whether it's a small or a large donation, we just want to partner with you. So my friends, once again, remember, go to our website, TeresaLusk.com. So I'm teaching out of my book, Unapologetically Free, Deliverance and Freedom Through the Spirit-Filled Life. And I was just talking about how people um, who do not believe in demonization of the Christian, meaning where a Christian can have a demon in their flesh, um, what their answer usually is, and it is that these people just need to put their flesh to death and that they need to be discipled. While those two things are absolute musts, I can tell you from sitting with people for numerous hours, days, months in the past that there are people who are simply tormented and they need freedom and deliverance. You know, um, I used to be in the same position, my friends. I just want to share a story. You know, um, I had someone, and I write about this in my book, so get a copy. Uh, you can get your copy on Amazon or wherever books are sold online. But a friend, um, uh, let me back up. I had a, a, a person call me, and, and they just started sharing this story about how they had this crazy experience, demonization experience, where um, they even felt like they didn't have a lot of control over their body. They went through some really embarrassing situations and moments. And I um, was very angry at them because, see, I got saved in a charismatic church where they believed in uh, the, the supernatural and power of God, but they were half of the people in that denomination are divided. There's those who say absolutely not, and then there's those who say they can. They don't. They're not saying that you can't. The ones that say you cannot be demonized, they're not denying all demonic things. They're just saying that a Christian cannot have something in their flesh. Um, and so, you know, there was a division. And so I was on the side of there's no way uh, because and then I'd quote these same scriptures that I heard other people in that same group regurgitate. And I just that's what I, I became a parrot. I became a parrot repeating things that I had no full experience on. Well, this woman that called me, um, she had been tormented for so long. She was down to the point of suicide wasn't the first time uh, you know she had suicidal thoughts very depressed etc etc and I just began to cry out to the Lord and I said Lord you're gonna have to help me because I've mentored her discipled her I've taught her the word we got her baptized in the Holy Spirit we ushered that in for her I, of course I didn't do it the Holy Spirit did but we ushered in the opportunity for her to do it for her to receive it and I've done everything that I knew to do as a Christian and I, I literally I cried for her I cried and I said God you're gonna have to help me what am I missing what am I missing and so um, I had met a gentleman that um, that operated in deliverance through a connection and at first I, I, I told them I don't believe in this I don't agree with it it's not that I don't believe in demonization or, or possession I believe in that but I didn't agree with it for the Christian. And so after spending a little more time with them, things changed. I started to see a lot of things uh, that, that I was only able to understand through experience. 
and then with the Word of God. And so I have been of those people who have spent so much time denying that something can't be. And can I just warn you, my friends, you know, and I'm just, you know, here's the deal. We're taught what to be watchful for, right? Anytime you see a move of God or something supernatural, we're taught that we need to be careful and test every spirit. And, and, and sometimes those things are a little frustrating because when you go back to look at the word, um, what the, what, when we say testing every spirit, we're not even recognizing the true meaning of that scripture. You know, that's talking about a false gospel. And every time there's a supernatural move of God or power of God, if it doesn't make sense to our human logic, we immediately get real uh, protective and we're like, oh, shut it down. That may not be real. Hold it at arm's length. You know, be real careful. And then we spread that message to other people. We have discounted so many powerful ministers, men and women, because of our paranoia. How come we are not being taught more to pursue the supernatural? The supernatural is not going to make sense in our head. You know, I was listening to a powerful preacher of the word last night, and he was talking about how, you know, had Jesus been ministering in the churches the way he did today, he would have been kicked out. And if you think about it, when he's sitting there making, um, you know, a clay mix with dirt and spit, I bet you would too. I bet most of us would be like, mm, that preacher who came by today, he was a false preacher. He's a heretic. I mean, then we'd run with our false accusation, partnering with the devil to say that what is of God was actually of the devil. And my friends, if, if you hear me long enough, you're going you're gonna to hear my passion for that because I get, you know, really grieved. The Holy Spirit on the inside of me gets grieved that we have learned to just accuse everybody because we don't understand what's happening. You know, coming again from the, from the charismatic background, I've had so many different types of experiences with the Holy Spirit and with the power of God. And can I just tell you he's unpredictable and that there are some things that could happen to you that you would just not understand, that you it would make no sense, and that if you shared them with people or if people witnessed them, they too might accuse you of being under demonic influence. That stuff has to stop. I'm tired of the uh, of the enemy uh, getting territory and, and conquering territory because Christians are denying the very character and manifestations of God. Now, I'm not saying that there aren't some weird things out there, but even then, we have to be careful because here's what happens. We grab onto the one thing that we have decided is weird because we, we turn into the Holy Spirit all of a sudden. Have you ever noticed that? Soon as somebody writes something about someone, says something about someone, we turn into the Holy Spirit. And we start deciding that, hey, this, this is not of God right here. This is not. This is, but this is not. This is, but this is not. And so we really have to be careful. And I would ask the Lord to search our hearts. I would say, Lord, search my heart where it is that I am falsely accusing you. I've said before, we have to be careful that we are not nearly committing the sin of blasphemy, which is saying that what is of God is actually of the devil. Be careful, my friends, because that happened in the word and that is the one unpardonable sin. So let's get away from that. In the meantime, Here's, here's my thing. I too took the position, kind of a Pharisee position at that time. And I got on to my, to the, the girl who called me, which eventually we became, you know, we were, we were, we had a friendship. 
But, you know, I eventually, uh, you know, said to her that what she was telling me that happened to her life was not true. And I was hard on her. And, and she said to me eventually, Teresa, I prayed for you that you would see that you would see that this was true and and I sure did I sure did and I'm so thankful because now I'm on the other side and I've seen people who suffer who are tormented who are broken down who can't seem to break cycles within their own lives and their families lives you know and, and all this and, and the other so I'm glad I'm on this side but friends it's not always easy that is why I brought up to you this scripture this this wasn't this scripture I didn't it wasn't mine I didn't go searching for it the Lord just opened my eyes to it he took me there exactly there and when I began to read all about sin and how sin is its own evil most evil identity and it lives in your flesh my friends so how can we say that just because we're Christians that, that devils can't live in your flesh if sickness can be in your flesh and you're sealed for the day of redemption and you're saved by the blood of Jesus, you're saved by your faith, then why can't a, a, a demon? It just doesn't make sense. And that's been the argument and the fight in the church. And, you know, I don't want to argue and fight for those who hear my voice and who know because you've had your own tormenting experiences. Maybe you've had constant nightmares at night because that's very common. Maybe you always feel like there's a presence following you, watching you. Maybe you feel like at night someone touches you. Um, maybe you just see the unexplainable. I'm here to tell you that I believe you. I'm here to tell you that while there are a lot of weird people out there who, you know, love to meddle, in, in, in witchcraft and they love to do stuff that they're not supposed to be doing um, it does not discount what truly is going on in someone else's life that someone else could possibly be tormented that someone else could possibly be uh, messed with by a demonic entity so my friends you're not alone I believe you uh, I have a, a team of people who would believe you um, and and there is freedom for you today. And can I always also tell you this? One of the things I love about teaching truth is that the truth will set you free. And by just hearing my voice, by just listening to what I'm saying right now, uh, you can actually be free. You can be fully free. You can say, Lord, that's it. That's it. I've been waiting for a confirmation. I'm not going crazy. I'm not just making these things up. Uh, there's things I don't want to do that I end up doing. And and and, um, and so I'm ready to be done with that. Today is your day. And so I'm going to pray for those of you who are listening right now. For those who say, I've been waiting for an answer, Lord. I, I'm tormented. I'm sad. I'm depressed, whatever. We're going to go ahead and pray that today be the day of redemption for you um, in your in your mind, in your heart, in your body. Uh, I will say this, my friends, and I may say this several times as you hear me out. There are some things that are important for you to close the door to as you seek to be set free. You know, when I um, was early in my walk, early in my salvation journey, uh, the Lord himself, the Holy Spirit himself convicted me of some things I had in my home and um, 
he, he's the one who taught me and said, get rid of this. And so I just want to invite you to open up your mouth and begin to agree with the Holy Spirit and say, Holy Spirit, take me in every room in my house and show me what is it that I need to close the door to? Are there some items? Is there something I watch? Is there something I listen to? Is there something that I entertain in my imagination? Is there something I let my children do? You know, there's so many different things. And, and, and hear this, sometimes we're even split on those things. There's so many shows that kids watch that are highly debated, even amongst deliverance ministers. I'm going to tell you this, ask the Holy Spirit to show you, and don't be stubborn, don't be rebellious. That's basically witchcraft, is being rebellious and saying, well, I'm not gonna get rid of this, and I'm not gonna do that, because it doesn't mean, ask the Holy Spirit to show you and teach you. So, uh, my friends, before I pray over you, I do want to remind you once again to go to our website, TeresaLusk.com. Visit our social media pages, uh, uh, Teresa Lusk Ministries and uh, even Freedom TV with Teresa Lusk. You can also find us on Instagram. We'd love to hear your testimonies or if you have a prayer request, please contact us. Go to our website and you could submit your prayer request there. You can sign up for uh, special offers, promotions, blogs, videos, etc. So just go there. But you are welcome to email us info at TeresaLusk.com and we cannot wait to connect with you, my friends. Also, we are just speaking to you out of out of uh, my latest book, Unapologetically Free, Deliverance and Freedom Through the Spirit-Filled Life. You can get your own copy online wherever books are sold. I encourage you to get this book. I talk about, I back things up biblically. It's simple. It's not going to overwhelm you. You're not going to, to uh, get into a huge theological um, attempt to understand. It's just straightforward. I have some prayers in the back of the book. I even talk to you about how to begin to help people set, to help, excuse me, help them begin to be set free. I uh, teach you the different modes that are out there. There's so many people who have actually practiced deliverance in many different ways. My friends, there's a hundred ways that people do it. I'll tell you the way that Jesus did it, and I'll give you a few examples of how other people did it, and you can just let the Lord activate in you how He needs to use you. So I encourage you, unapologetically free deliverance and freedom through the Spirit-filled life. Also, visit our YouTube page where you can find uh, previously aired episodes of our TV program. So my friends, we're going to pray over you right now. I invite you to lift up your hands wherever you are, if you can. And so I'm going to ask the Lord to just visit you right now. So Father, we're asking right now in the name of Jesus, on behalf of my friends who are listening, who are taking in this teaching, and we ask you, Holy Spirit, to visit them strongly right now, that where they are, wherever their hands are, that there you touch them, that there you release them from the darkness, release them from that which has been trying to take the place of Christ, Father. We ask you in the name of Jesus that you break the hold right now, that you come in sweeping out everything that is trying to make a home right where they are, where that temple of the Holy Spirit uh, has been uh, taken over by demonic oppression, by demonic 
entities, by maybe depression, maybe anxiety, Father, maybe anger and rage, maybe alcoholism and drug addiction, maybe sexual identity issues, God, maybe just false accusations that they hear uh, over their own mind, maybe a self-hate spirit. God, we don't know exactly, but you do. So we're asking you to come in and sweep in, Lord God, sweep in and begin to minister to their mind and their bodies. Father, we ask that you show them, that you reveal to them very thoroughly where the enemy has a stronghold and a foothold in their lives. That maybe they believe something, maybe they participate in something, maybe it was passed on, God, from generation, that if they're believers, the, the enemy does not have a right to remain in that place. So we're asking you, Father, to reveal to my friends, to your children, God, what's going on. And we ask for this in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. My friends, if you're listening and you don't have a relationship with Jesus Christ, let me tell you this. There's so many things that you have heard. Maybe you've never even heard of a relationship with Jesus, being saved by, by, by Jesus, that you would have the opportunity to be in heaven for eternity versus hell separated from him. Not because he created hell for you, but because he said, choose me. Choose me and I'll give you life. My friends, for those of you who do not have Jesus Christ in your life, you've never fully, maybe you've played with religion and said, yeah, yeah, I believe in Jesus, but how about a true relationship with him? I want to invite you to begin to open up your mouth and begin to invite the Lord Jesus Christ and say, Lord, change my life. Go ahead, open your mouth right now and say, Lord, change my life. I can't live without you. My life is a mess. My life is dark. My life is lonely. Whatever it is. Just go ahead and open up your mouth and say, I cannot be without you. Tell him to teach you. Just open up your mouth and say, teach me to do life with you. Teach me to surrender to you. Teach me to love you. Say those things, my friends. That's a relationship with Jesus. It's not the angry God that so many of us learned to deal with. May God richly bless you, my friends. We'll talk to you soon. And don't forget to visit our website, TeresaLux.com. Oh, 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 oh,